Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Beauty School Bobby podcast brought to you by Tennessee School of Beauty. Today, we are on the phone with Joseph Chase, who's actually in Los Angeles, California, but is a Tennessee School of Beauty graduate. So welcome to the show, Joseph. Hey, thanks so much, Bobby. I'm so excited to uh, to be able to talk with you. Well, this is really fun because even though you're far away and we're doing this over the phone, you have a very strong connection to where we are. So you grew up in a small town um, in Tennessee near Knoxville. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. So going back a little ways, um, what was your childhood like? What were you like growing up as a little kid? Uh, um, well, I was, I was probably a handful, to be honest with you. <laughs> I grew up on a farm in East Tennessee uh, in a really, really small town called Thornhill. I mean, there you go, Thornhill, Tennessee. And, uh, and you know, it was beautiful. It was a great place to grow up. I enjoyed growing up there. I loved it so much. Um, but of course, uh, as you get older, you, you know, find out there's not really anything to do on a farm. And, uh, and I was, you know, a very creative child. Um, I always loved to make things. I always loved to to uh you know play with my mom and my grandma's hair um i was always uh i was always into the art and there wasn't a lot of that where i grew up there wasn't a lot that could offer uh, you know programs or anything for anyone that was really interested in the arts um so i knew that i had to make a move and of course the big city of knoxville was calling my name <laughs> <laughs> the big city lights of knoxville tennessee <laughs> Exactly. You've upgraded exactly. it a little, a little bit I since did. then. So let me ask you. I know that you had said that there wasn't, you know, a lot there in this town. Do you remember like where you got your haircut or who did your hair? Yeah, I actually do. So my aunt was my hairstylist, and she, um, she was, she, uh, she still is a hairstylist. She still does hair, and she works out of a salon in Morristown, Tennessee. Her name is Shirley Collier. She's the sweetest lady ever. And she's she's still a hairstylist. She's still doing it. She's still doing it. And um, she used to cut my hair when I was a kid. And she was the one that actually inspired me to start doing hair. So um, her daughter, Amanda, was my best friend growing up in school. And we used to have these days called, um, I, I don't know what they're called now, but it was called job shadowing days or career days where you would go with like a family member to their job to see if you liked it. So we used to go, my cousin and I used to go to my aunt's salon to uh, job shadow her. And at first we were doing this because it was an easy way out for us that we didn't really have to go and do the actual assignment because it was our, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, so would go to the salon and just sit around and help her of course you know like sweep up hair or you know uh, check in clients um but but then you know we started like actually playing around with hair and color and everything and i felt like you know wow this is a fun way of uh of letting my creative juices flow and to be able to to like do fun things uh with uh you know kind of like in the art if you will and um, and so I was able to to kind of like get my first taste of being a hairstylist at that small salon. That's <laughs> so, so awesome. Yeah, it was really really fun, and um, and yeah, I really really enjoyed 
uh, playing around, doing hair. But then my, my aunt was like, listen, this would be a great way for you to start making some money, especially in summertime. You could come and work for me or you can, um, you know, go out and, and bring in your own clients or whatever. But you would be able to make money and it would be something that you enjoy to do. So that's kind of how I started getting into the whole hair business. That's awesome. So now did you go to Morristown High School? No, I actually went to Washburn. That's where I graduated school. It's, it's a small town. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really small town in Granger County, Tennessee. You know, we're, we're known for the tomatoes. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, so I went to Washburn High School and okay. that's where I graduated. Okay, so did you didn't did you take cosmetology in high school? No, it wasn't offered in high school um, because my school was a, a you know a smaller school. Um, they they didn't offer any type of cosmetology program, um, and um, I feel like the only thing they offered was um, I'm trying to remember, but I think it was something with like agriculture and like elect like electricians or something like that. Like they had like a course that you could go to like an electronical school or something in Morristown. Yeah. Uh, but there wasn't really much to offer. And of course, because it was a smaller school, you know, it, it probably with budgets and all that, it was probably hard to get, um, you know, extra, extra courses or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but it was, but it was a fun place to grow up. It was really honestly an amazing place uh, and amazing people. I really love, love growing up there. Yeah. And then I think that it's a really beautiful thing that you had this aunt that um, saw this passion in you and was supportive of it because I don't think that that's something that everyone always gets to have. Um, that's truly a gift for you. Um, so I think it's really awesome that that she saw that in you and was like, no, you should do this. Um, yeah. And, and to say that this is a way for you to make money too, because the one thing about this industry that a lot of people don't know um, is that the consensus usually, if you're not super familiar with hair trends and what's happening right now, um, is that you can't make money doing hair. I think that that's one argument that parents give a lot. So I think it's fun that you had not only an aunt that supported you, but an aunt that was like, hey, you can make money at this. 100%. You know, and I feel like it was the thing. I, I, I do I do love my family, and, and especially in the fact that they're so supportive of me. My, my mom, my dad, my brother my aunt like everyone is so supportive of me so i'm very very blessed and i'm very lucky to have those type of family members um and, and yeah again it's you know i don't think that she when she was uh, you know of course telling me that it's a great way to make money i don't think at first she realized what i was actually going to do with my career right i think i think that she thought that this would just be kind of like something to help me you know make money while i was going to college or or whatnot um but but yeah, she really, she really supported me. Um, she was uh, definitely one of the first people to ever really get me to think about what I was going to do with my future. And, um, and of course, like, like I said, I, I've always been into the arts. I've always been into design. I've always been into, you know, that type of, uh, of career path, but it was hair that I really, really enjoyed doing. And, and I think because I was able to, to, play around when I was, you know, younger, when I was 15 doing this, I think it kind of, it kind of was a nice uh, head start for me. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So you graduate from high school. Um, what did, what did you do next? So after I graduated from Washburn, um, Washburn High School, um, 
that is when I first started going to school for to college. I went to business school. I went to Walter State, which is a community college in Morristown, Tennessee. And um, and I quickly quickly realized when I uh, started going to accounting classes that that was not for me. That that was not <laughs> accounting was not in my future. Um, but I did learn how to make spreadsheets and work a computer so i mean it, it helped out um but you know when, when you come to the realization of like you know this isn't me this isn't what i want to do i am not happy um you just you have to make the you have to make a decision you have to make a choice you want to do something in your life that you're going to make a lot of money at doing and and maybe not be happy or do you want to do something in your life that you are going to love waking up every moment and every day and know that you're so happy that you made the choice to be in that career? And hair was that for me. Hair was something that made me so happy. So every morning I would wake up and be like, yay, I get to go meet people. I get to talk to people and I get to make money. This is amazing. And that's why I decided to drop out of business school and go to cosmetology school at Tennessee School of Beauty. Yes. Well, I want to get into that in a second. So I want to and hear your story of how you ended up there. Because unfortunately, I wasn't working there at this time. So I'm really excited to hear um, and talk about kind of what it was, you know, before. So, but before that, I want to ask you, um, mm-hmm. so you decided like that traditional college is not for you. And you had to have that conversation with your family members. You had to go ahead and say, like, I'm not going to continue this. What was that like? You know, it, it it was hard. I do have to say that there was a little bit of a strain on my dad and my relationship after I dropped out of school because my dad was actually supporting me at the time. I was living with my father and my stepmother, and uh, my dad was actually financing, uh, you know, for me to go to school. And, um, and when I dropped out, I actually, okay, I actually this 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 conversation is bringing back the memories now so when i dropped out of school i remember how nervous i was to tell my dad that i dropped out of that i dropped out of college and what i would do for two weeks after i dropped out is i would get up in the morning and i would have breakfast with my father he would ask me about school and i would act like i was still attending i would get into my car and i would drive to um i believe the name of it is College Square Mall, which is next to Walter State. And I would just hang out in the mall basically for almost six hours a day. What? <laughs> because I didn't want my dad to know that I dropped out of school because I knew he was going to be so upset with me. Yeah. So it was one of those things that I was like, oh my God, how am I going to tell my dad? How am I going to tell my dad? You know, because of course he, he, he was paying for my college, right? Yeah. So, so finally about two weeks of me uh you know getting the gut to to come you know come out to my dad to tell him that I had dropped out um I finally tell him and surprisingly you know he didn't murder me (laughs) surprisingly uh he he took it uh okay but he did say this he said I will support you in any decision that you want to make but from now on you have to support yourself so if you want to go to cosmetology school you have to find you have to find the money on your own. So it was a little bit of a strain at first because 
you know, I was I was kind of expecting for my dad to just be like, oh, I paid for your college. I'll pay for your, you know, your your beauty school, too, you know? Yeah. But um, but ended up everything going great. Um, I ended up uh, one of my best friend's mothers uh, actually gave me a loan. And uh, and that's how uh, I got the money to uh, to attend TSB. That's yeah. awesome. So do you remember yeah. how much school cost at that at that time? You know, uh, I don't really remember actually, because um, it it's been a minute. Yeah, that's why I was wondering <laughs> but, uh, if where we are now, because I I mean our tuition now with um, with supplies, and we're actually still the lower in the area, but it is is sixteen thousand. Yeah, I I want to think that when I was attending, it was like oh, it may have been around like nine or ten thousand. Yeah. It was, I think it was around 10,000. Yeah. And, but, you know, I, I'm not, I don't quote on that. I just, I just remember getting the loan and then, uh, you know, paying it back off. And, and so I don't re- really remember the exact number, but I'm pretty sure it was around $10,000. Yeah. So yeah, for, for, you know, for it to be this, uh, you know, over a decade, uh, and it's, uh, you know, just 16th. And I mean, that's, that's amazing. That's yeah. absolutely yeah, I know for sure. Okay, cool. So, um, you end up telling your parents, um, and telling your dad that you're going to go to beauty school. So you, um, how did you know about Tennessee school of beauty or do you remember that process of looking at cosmetology schools? Yeah, you know, I, I, um, I actually attended, um, attended cosmetology school with a friend of mine at the time. We decided to, to enroll together and, I believe it was, um, believe it was her sister that had told us about it, that she had had a friend who had graduated from Tennessee School of Beauty because there were a few uh, schools that we were looking at. Um, but of course, Tennessee School of Beauty was, you know, the, the, the one and only, right? So, um, so we wanted to go to that school um but it was it was with a friend of mine and her sister was the one that told me about the school and and so I of course did my research and you know I, I was I don't know I there was something about uh, school of beauty that stood out to me um it it's um you know it's classes the the people uh, just uh, there's something that stood out to me about the school and and when I met Adam, Adam was such a sweet, sweet guy. I mean, he still is a sweet, sweet guy. I just, I haven't talked to Adam at all, but he's the, <laughs> the sweet guy. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, and there's something about Adam that made me feel, um, feel comfortable with the decision to, uh, to attend uh, TSB. So that's, uh, that's kind of how I, I found out about it and then how I felt the the comfort of like okay this is the right decision to make you know yeah was beauty school what you had expected beauty school to be was it different like what was your experience like there i i had a really good experience you know it, here's the thing um during during my first uh you know my, my first few weeks at tennessee school of beauty i was going through a little a little bit of a hard time like i have to remind you uh you know my dad and i weren't really speaking to each other because of me dropping out of school and uh i was kind of broke because i was financially cut off so uh when i first started at school of beauty um it was a little stressful i'm not gonna lie i was excited about pursuing my dream and and being able to uh you know do hair and that was the exciting part but um you know 
being kind of broke while you're doing it, it's not the fun part, you know? It's really hard. And it's something it's that like we have, you know, I'll meet with single moms or, you know, students that are in such this, I've actually have heard very similar stories to this where people have, you know, said, Hey, I'm not going to continue college. And, and again, their parents say the same thing, like, that's fine, but you're on your own for this. I'm not helping you for this one. So, um, that yeah. actually is a really good point and something, um, that we probably all need to be a little more aware of is just that, you know, starting out, you're excited about school, you come in for your tour and you're like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. I'm going to do this. Um, But when you start, it can also be at a time when there's a lot of life changes. 100%. 100%. And so it's probably, um, you know, when we have our students that um, not so much struggle in the in the beginning, but, you know, schedule-wise, it is tough. You know, we have moms that are figuring out daycare for the first time and, and okay. you know, getting childcare and all of that stuff as well. Um, so it is a big adjustment. It's not just, you know, going in, everything's pretty and fun and all of that stuff. You know, there are adjustments that have to be made and there's, um, it is a, it's a life change, you know, starting a program like this. Yeah, 100%. It it was, you know, for me, it was the first time that I had moved out of my parents' house. Um, I was living uh, in West Knoxville uh, in a very, very cheap apartment, but I could really afford the rent because I was broke. So it was just one of those things that it was a little bit of a struggle. It was a bit of a struggle. And there were those moments that I thought about giving up and, and doing, you know, going back to the business school and doing whatever it was that my dad wanted me to do. But then there was something about me, there's something about me that um, that it's it's the the will and the drive to succeed and to kind of, you know, to, to succeed at something that I'm passionate about and to show people and especially people who doubt people that you can do anything you want if you're passionate about it and if it makes you happy and you can be successful with doing it. Um, so it was one of those things that I knew at first wasn't going to be easy, but if I stuck stuck to my guns, um, then I would succeed. And, yeah. and I did. I did. And with beauty school being so long too, I mean, it's inevitable that you're going to have these moments of wanting to give up or, you know, when things get hard, when you have those clients that, you know, you're maybe not expecting in the beginning um, and those things happen. So what kinds of things would you do to, to what would motivate you when you have those moments or thoughts of quitting? Um, do you remember something specific that would kind of help you through that? Yeah, you know, I think it's like, um, you know, as a kid, I would always love to look at like Vogue magazine and the images and uh, like Elle and Harper's Bazaar and, and all the images and uh, the the models, the celebrities and, and whatnot. And it was just one of those things I feel like when I was attending school that, you know, I would just like pick up a magazine and, and start like looking up people who did hair for, for those magazine covers or for those editorials. It was just something that inspired me to be like, that's what I want to do that one day. That's what I want to do. And this is going to be my life. And I would rather be happy and broke than miserable and have money. So it was one of those things that I made a choice then and there that I was going to live a happy life yeah. and not, and not, uh, and not, a, you know, and not to put myself in like a comfort situation. Sometimes in order to be truly happy and truly Successful, you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and um, and then you get the payoff. And so those those were my driving moments is being able to look at, you know, people in the industry that 
may have may have had it worse than I may have had uh, you know family members that uh, didn't support them whatsoever or uh, you know so the, the thing is like everyone has uh, their hardship and everyone's story is different in its own way but everyone has a hardship and it's about believing in yourself and making making that known to everyone that first and foremost you are important your happiness is important so do what makes you happy and believe in yourself yeah i really love that and i try to get students all the time to be like just have your focus have your light at the end of the tunnel to know that right. after these 1500 hours there is something that you can stay focused on and you can remind yourself so i think it's right. really cool um especially because we'll get into what you're doing now with your career but i really right. think that your answer to the question of what motivated you um right. when you wanted to give up is exactly what you're doing now um so it that's really beautiful and i can't wait to talk to you about that i have one more question about beauty school so I know that you had um, other options of different beauty schools um, from Tennessee School of Beauty. Do you think that your path would have ended up where you were or where you are had you chosen a different beauty school? I mean, do you, how important do you think, you know, the beauty school selection process is to students that are thinking about doing this? You know, I, I feel like I feel like when you choose school, you should definitely choose um, a school that that you feel you uh, that you feel um, feel comfortable with that you feel privileged to go to. Um, when I chose Tennessee School of Beauty, it's because it was the best choice for me. It was the best choice out of all the beauty schools in East Tennessee. To me, I, it stood out as the most prestigious school to attend for cosmetology. Um, and that's the reason that I chose that, that school. Now, if if I had went to another uh, cosmetology school, would I be where I am now? I mean, I'm not. I'm not for sure if that that would happen. But I mean, I am a pretty driven person, so I was going to make myself succeed no matter what. Right. But yeah. but the actual friendships and the the knowledge and and the the, the things that I obtained by going to Tennessee School of Beauty. I, I mean. I met a girl there, um, and she she's a hairstylist in Knoxville, Tennessee. Her name's Holly Shank, and Holly is still my best friend. I still talk to her almost every other week, and I met her at Tennessee School of Beauty, and she was one of the most supportive people in my life, and still is to today, is one of the most supportive people to me. And, you know, I think people end up where they are by the, the surroundings and the people that surround them. And I like to surround myself with positive, good people. And I've met a lot of that at the School of Beauty. So one of the reasons that I, I chose that school is because it really made me happy knowing that I could go somewhere. And, and again, like with what you do for work, you want to wake up every day and be happy and know that you're going to do something that makes you happy. And, uh, and, and that's the vibe that I got when I went to visit the school. 
That's so, really beautiful. And I kind of yeah. coined this phrase after you because it was when I started working there. But we call that beauty school besties. And it's definitely <laughs> something that I love getting to watch. I've told so many people that one of my favorite parts of um, the first day for them is that, you know, I enroll all of these people, but I meet them indi- individually. And so when I'm looking right. at a class list and I'm like, okay, I have these 12 people starting in this class. Who's going to be friends? And you're like, who's going to be friends? Yes. And I totally am the <laughs> that like we'll hook them up sometimes I'm like hey hang out with her I think you're gonna like her (laughs) it's so true though it's so true it's one of those things that um you know I'm still friends with almost everyone that was in my class and everyone that was out of my class I mean everyone that I attended that school with is still I mean I consider them family even if um even like of course you know how it is you don't you don't always stay completely in touch with everyone yeah but um at the end of the day, if I was uh, in trouble or if I needed something, I could call any one of those girls and they would be there for me because it's a family. And, and this and, is the really beautiful yeah. thing about the school. And I think that yeah. you like just completely hit the nail on the head. And I don't even know if I've realized this yet, but that yeah. is the difference. Like when I have people that ask me, you know, what is different about this school versus any other school? Like, this is it. And I think that, like, we all value those relationships and we're so close with our graduates um, and our students while they're in school. That's the difference is, like, watching those relationships grow, seeing them being in each other's weddings and having – I mean, it is the best thing. And because we all love that so much, it goes down to the students. They love that. And that's some of their favorite parts of the school, too. Yeah, and and that's and I mean, how great is that? You're getting a you're getting an education, and you're also making a friends for life. I mean, it's amazing. It really is, and it's like I said, it's one of my favorite things about the school. So I love that that's something you brought up that we got to talk about too. So thank you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, of course. so let's move on from beauty school. So you graduate from Tennessee School of Beauty. What year did you graduate? Um, I graduated in oh, see, I, I'm already forgetting that I graduated. 2004 or 2005 okay so in that year so then you went into a pretty high-end salon you know right away so what was your career like out of beauty school well I do have to say before I went salon massage that something else really important happened Oh, okay yeah I received the Gordon Brown Award you did I did I received the Gordon Brown Award in the school of beauty and I still have it I still have my so thank you Tennessee School of Beauty and Adam Brown. Um, he <laughs> is gonna Brown. die over this when he hears this. I cannot exactly. wait to tell him that you still have that. So explain what that award is award. and like what that meant to you getting that award. I mean, you know, with with something like the Gordon Brown Award, um, it, it it meant a lot to me because there are you know there's many students that that go to you know the school or that that was going to the cosmetology school at the time and within all you know within that year within all of those students that joined there's only one student that's selected that has went above and beyond with excellence in a school and they awarded that award to me which made me like it it just made me feel so special it made me feel so happy to know that i i stood out to them in such a special way I and and yeah, and it was great. It was great, and and it still is great. And I I, I think about that award and where I've come, uh, you know, where I've been and where I am now, 
and that was my very first uh my very first i feel like recognition as a hairstylist was wow. was by that so yeah it was great it was great um oh yeah okay so okay from on from the gordon brown award um i ended up going to salon massage and working with mr frank gambuza and belinda and um it was a it was a wonderful experience and to be honest with you I really don't think I would be the hairstylist I am today without Frank Lusa. He really uh, is like a father figure to me in the hair industry. He uh, really helped me understand that being a hairstylist isn't just about being a hairstylist, but also running business. Um, and he really, really helped me understand those basic things that will really, really help you um, in your career. And, um, and so Frank, Frank really helped me out by obviously, uh, letting me come to work at Salon Massage and, uh, and assisting him and being able to work with him for, for those few years. And it was really great. And of course we, we keep in touch and, and we still have a, a wonderful relationship and friendship and, and he's a really, really good guy. He, he hands down is, one of the most important people I feel like in the beauty industry. If you if you have the chance or if you are lucky enough to know Frank Gambuza, then you are a very, very lucky person. I love that. That's really sweet. We'll definitely have to make sure we get that to him to let him hear that too. So okay, you totally. go work behind the chair. So what were those first few years like for you? Well, uh, are, are we talking about salon massage, right? Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're behind the chair. So, so you're assisting. You're out of beauty school. What What was that like for you? Well, we, we have to remember. So um, I want everyone to, to actually know that this. a lot of people think, that okay, I'm going to get out of beauty school and I'm going to go work at a salon and, you know, just go straight into doing hair. I, I want to stress the importance on continuing your education even after cosmetology school. Even when you're 15 and 20 years an expert, you still have to continue your education. But when I went into salon massage to start working, I was so excited, ready to do hair. And at that time, there was no uh, station available. And of course, Frank you know, has an assistantship program. So I started out as an assistant. But um, what's really funny, and a lot of people don't know this, is my first job at Salon Massage was doing the laundry. <laughs> so you started doing, in the laundry room. I love I, it. I started my, my career in the laundry room at Salon Massage. <laughs> and let me tell you, it is hot in that laundry room. <laughs> it is hot. But, uh, but no, it, it was great because I was really, like I said, I was focused on my career. I wanted to move up and I knew that you have to start from the bottom. And you know what? Even, even the laundry room is not the bottom. I, it's not the bottom at all. It was my foot in the door to getting into uh, a station at Salon Massage. So finally, I worked my way up to the front desk. And then uh, after the front desk, uh, you know, assisting. And then after assisting, I started assisting Frank. And then I started building my, my clientele. Um, there, there's something also to, I like to stress, if you notice, I'm talking about going from the laundry room to the front desk, to the assistant, to assisting Frank, to getting my own chair. Um, if you're going to work in a salon, it's really important to know how the salon works. It, it's really important to know 
you know, uh, the laundry, it's important to know how to answer a phone. It's important to know how to treat a client when they walk into the door. It's important to know how to shampoo the client. And then it's also important to know how to cut or style or color a client. And I feel like that's something too, that I was lucky to start this thing with uh, Frank because, you know, he, he taught me all of that. He taught me to know how a salon works and to respect every single person and what they did in that salon because it's kind of like a team, right? You, you need a well-oiled team in order to be completely uh, successful. So it was it was really a great way to, to really learn how to do hair working with Frank. Um, but yeah, um, working, working there was amazing. Getting a clientele, um, I, I, I still remember all of my clients from Salon Massage, uh, most amazing people. Uh, was so, so fun working there. I love everyone. I, everyone that works at Salon Massage is like my family member too. It went, it went straight from like making a family at Tennessee School of Beauty to going to Salon Massage and making an, a whole new family. So, um, but it was fun. It was really, really fun working there. Oh, good. Well, I think that that's important too. I think that that's something that um, you talked about a lot that we've talked about on this podcast. And one of the things that I think are so important, and we're never going to stop talking about it, and it is what to expect those first few years. Um, Because you're not walking into a salon, going to step behind the chair, take your first client and make $100,000 a year. That's just not how it goes. And it's not realistic to to think that that's how that's going to happen. So it is something we're super, super honest about. So I love that, that you met that up. Or that you brought that up for us. So um, how did you end up in LA? Did you have stops along the way? Did you end up somewhere else before you went to LA? How did this all happen? Oh, I mean, LA, I think was one of those things that it was just kind of a dream for me. I I wanted to, uh, I wanted to move to LA to pursue, you know, pursue a a career uh, with hair, obviously, in the entertainment industry. So I would be able to, to, you know, kind of what everyone would love to do, I guess, is be a celebrity hairdresser, right? And um, and so I, you know, was telling Frank about this, that, you know, when I was working with him, and, and he, he was telling me, okay, you're not ready yet, Joseph. Like, you, you got to get some experience under your belt, because obviously LA's a big city, and they will, you know, chew you up and spit you out if you're not prepared. So, um, so Frank kind of, like, helped me get prepared for that. And, uh, and yeah, I, I was at Salon Massage for, I want to say almost three years. And, uh, and then I was like, you know what, it's time. I'm, uh, it's time for me to spread my wings and to, uh, to try, to try LA. So I packed up my car and I drove to LA and, uh, my first job in LA was at Free Base Salon. Um, and I quickly realized that, um, uh, not everyone was as nice <laughs> as, as they were in Tennessee. I imagine salon. you going into the salon because I feel like it's exactly what happened the last time that I went out to LA. Um, yeah. Is that you go in and actually I was in New York a couple weeks ago and I feel like anytime I leave my happy little bubble in East, in East Tennessee like this happens but I go into like wherever I'm going into first I'm all like hey how are you? you know and they're just like who is this person oh, like no. what is going on with you? No, you, you don't oh my god okay so you don't understand so even like I mean it is so funny so I remember um, when I first started working at Privé, there were a few hairdressers who were, who were a little, um, a little sassy, 
I, I love using that word sassy. <laughs> it's um, what we call and, my daughter every single day. <laughs> oh my God, sassy. Yep. Sassy band, right? Um, but I remember walking into the salon and I remember walking into the break room in the back and it was, it was one of those doors that are like, you know, the doors that are on hinges that this swings open and close, you know, that, that can go both ways, yeah. you know? And this isn't so, going to end up well. I'm like getting oh nervous my. about where this is going. Okay. So there, there were, there were a couple of people behind the door. I, don't worry. I didn't hit anyone. No one okay. was hurt. hurt. <sighs> no one was hurt. Okay. Good. But I would open the door and I would always open it slowly because it was one of those doors that you don't know if someone's on the other side. So I would always open it slowly and I'm opening the door. And as I'm opening the door, I'm hearing these stylists talk so much <gasps> dirt on me. No. Oh, yeah. And this is my second week. In no. the salon. Oh my gosh. You know, and I'm, I'm walking in and I hear them say, um, what did they say? They said, oh, super fake because no one's that nice. Yes. And oh, it was like, it was so next up. So I remember opening the door and I was just like, no, I'm really not fake. I just want to let you guys know that. Like, I'm just that so happy. happy. <laughs> I know. And that's I, I love that. That's it. it. It's so funny. It's like, it's like my, my brother uh, makes fun of and tells, tells everyone that I'm like, uh, like Disney on steroids. Yeah. That like I wake up and heard like open my curtain, start singing. And it's just, I don't know. I just, you know, in life, choose the you can either choose to be happy or upset and I rather choose to be happy you know so one but, of the uh, things that the students really love at the school is that <laughs> when they come into clock in in the morning um I'm usually walking in at the same time as them I'm like hey guys how I mean this is how I am all the time it is never no. like this is just always who I am and so they're all like it's early we hate this like get out of here I'm like hey guys like they're always oh. like Bobby's so annoying in the morning <laughs> You know what, though? It, it, it pays off sometimes to be a little uh, annoyingly happy. Yeah, I think so, too. Because, listen, there there is something that I believe in 100%. And um, it's called, well, I, I, I don't know if it's actually a theory or whatever, but I call it the ripple effect. And I'm sure, like, you can look it up on online. It's called the ripple effect, right? And it's basically, you know, like dropping a stone in a pond and how there's the ripples, right? So... Every action that we make in life has a reaction. And then that action has a reaction. So anything that you do in life will always have a ripple effect. And it's better to go out there and put positive ripples into the world than negative ripples. Because if you smile for someone and open a door, then they're going to smile and open a door for someone probably 15 minutes later. And then that person's going to do the same thing and that could change the way someone feels about their day rather than, uh, you know, beeping at someone or flipping someone off because they're not moving fast enough or whatever. That's going to put that person in a bad mood and they're going to do the same to the person, you know, so it's like yeah. the ripple effect. So I, I 100% believe that even if someone's annoyed with you for being happy, their attitude will change later. <laughs> yeah, me. for sure. And if they think I'm fake, then whatever. But exactly. I think that I do think exactly. that it is just better to be this way. I mean, I just, just it's it's better for everyone. Keep on keeping on, babe. Yes. 
<laughs> oh, I love that. So, okay. So back to you, you're behind the chair. Um, okay. you're walking on, on people, you know, talking about you. You're this, yes. you know, this boy from East Tennessee. So what happens next? So it was really funny because when I first came to, to LA, I did actually have salons that wanted to hire me. So Privé was the first one. And then uh, the Argyle Salon and Spa at the Sunset Tower Hotel was the second one. Now, I had met the manager of the Argyle Salon and Spa at, um, at, a, at a class with Frank, uh, Strictly Stylist, Strictly Business. And she, uh, she was really, really sweet. And she flew in to uh, do this class. And I had told her about my plans on moving to LA. And she said, when you come out, you know, please look me up. I would love for you to work at my salon. Well, Frank had also, you know, told me about Privé. And when I actually looked Privé up, it was a very prestigious salon in Los Angeles. And they also had one in New York at the Soho Grand Hotel. And I was just like, wow, that's it. That's where I want to be. I want to be at a salon that's in New York and LA and Miami. And I travel around and, and you know, do, do that. And and then after a couple of weeks of working at Privé, um, I really honestly, and and, I, and this doesn't go for everyone at the salon. There were there were there were many nice people as well, but I I couldn't really work around negative vibes. I'm one of those people. I'm kind of an empath. I can pick up on people's energy. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of like negative vibes, and so I had called up the manager of the the Argyle Salon and Spa. And I had asked her if it would be cool if I could come in and, you know, chat with her. And she was more than willing to, to make time for me. So um, so I set up a, a dinner date with her and went uh, went to the Sunset Tower Hotel and had dinner with her. And she was like, blew my mind out of the water of what she offered me on being able to make sure that I could get clientele and, and how to, uh, you know, you know, my future in LA and everything. So I ended up quitting Privé after two weeks of working there. And then I went to the Sunset Tower Hotel to work at the Argyle Salon and Spa. And then it was like the stars aligned. It was like everything happened the way that it was supposed to happen. Um, The Argyle Salon and Spa had created a product, invented a product actually called Brazilian Blowout. And Brazilian Blowout had become one of these big, like, wow, things on the market, kind of like, you know, changed the market, actually. It actually changed the way people did their hair. Um, And the owners of that company had asked me if I would be their brand ambassador and teach Brazilian Blowout. So that kind of is what got me into the whole, like, public speaking, which also got me into uh, getting an agent. And then the agent is what got me into doing celebrity hair. That's awesome. I mean, I know this is a dream of so many people. I mean, it was a dream of yours when you were in beauty school. So it's really crazy. I mean, how much do you have to, how many times a day are you like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. Or did you finally, did it hit you at some point that, that this is your life? This is what you're doing. I mean, there were those moments, there were those moments that were like, you know, pinch me, I must be dreaming uh, moment, because I went from, I went from a kid who had only been on an airplane maybe three times in his life to being on an airplane eight times a month and flying everywhere, educating people and talking to people and 
it was one of those things that I seriously, I actually, you know, I remember crying actually because I couldn't believe that this is where I had made it to. And this, and, and by the way, this has already been years ago. Like this, like this is insane that it's already been years ago. But I remember sitting on an airplane in first class. And I have to say first class. The reason I'm saying that it's not an ego thing. It's because I would never in my wildest dreams believe that I would be sitting up in first class flying around the world. And I was sitting in first class looking out the window and I was just thinking to myself, oh my God, like this is what I wanted. This is exactly what I wanted. I, I worked so hard for this and this is what I wanted. And I started crying and it wasn't of sadness. I was crying because I was happy. I was happy that you know all the hard work finally paid off. Yeah, and I think that not a lot of people get to have that moment, Um, but I think that when you're somebody that is just determined, somebody that's like, I'm going to get to this point. I don't care what it takes. I know that you have worked super, super long days. You've worked through sickness. You've worked through sadness. You've worked through all those things, um, I'm sure, to get to where you are. So I think that it is good to take a moment to say, okay, I made it, or this, you know, I at least made it to where, um, you know, I thought I never would. So I think that that's a really beautiful thing. And I think it's so important to know that, um, you know, you were sitting in the chairs at Tennessee School of Beauty that, that there are students that are going to be sitting in those chairs tomorrow. Um, and that it doesn't mean that, you know, just because of where you grow up or whatever, that you can't get where you want to go. That opportunity is there. It just, it takes work. And like you said, I mean, the stars definitely aligned for you to be put into something, but you had to be good at that. Even though you were given that opportunity, um, if you would have been bad at it, if you wouldn't have had the right attitude, the right fit, then that wouldn't have continued. So even though there are things that happen, these opportunities present themselves. I mean, you mentioned it earlier. Sometimes you have to be uncomfortable. And as many times as people are like, oh, you know, I want to travel, all of that wears on you as well. Um, It's exciting the beginning and sometimes can get old really quick um you know being away from home and having that time and all of that stuff like i just think it's it's important to keep that that all in check to know that that you can do it and that you can get there exactly and i believe you know that's it it's about the power of attitude it's about the 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 power of believing in yourself you know here's the thing too i feel as hairstylists we give so much of ourselves to our clients to make them feel good and at the end of the day you cannot make anyone feel good unless you feel good yourself you have to always remember that you are number one and that you have to feel happy and good on the inside in order to make other people feel happy and good in on the inside or the outside so for me you know it's even today i still have my post-it note i write daily affirmations i pop them on my bathroom mirror um you know even right now with you know uh where i am in my career there are still those days that I may, you know, kind of like think to myself, oh, am, am I worth it? Can I do this? And yes, yes, I am. And it's so important to remember. Um, it's, it's the power of attitude. It's the power of, of remembering that you are worth it and, and to take care of yourself. 
Yeah. So I want to talk about where you are now because we've kind of hinted at this a little bit, but as I've already put you um, on my Instagram. So for everyone that's listening today, we'll tell you where to follow um, Joseph Chase at and so that you can see his Instagram. But when you look at it, you're going to see a lot of familiar faces. Um, So you've recently worked with Billie Eilish, with Halsey, so many more celebrities that are just on your Instagram. So everyone, like I said, can go check that out. But how did you get into the celebrity styling world? I mean, you're doing exactly, you know, what you had dreamed of doing um, with the magazines and photo shoots and all of that so how did this happen so you know so after after a while of of traveling with um with brazilian blowout um i realized that it wasn't that that was not my passion that i i moved to la because i wanted to work in the entertainment industry with celebrities and and artists and musicians and whatever and that's what i wanted to do so i felt like even though Brazilian Blowout was fun, it was a it was a launch pad for me to, to get my name out there. It wasn't it wasn't what I wanted to do. It wasn't my future. So I had them let them know that you know I, I was going to to move forward in my career of, of uh, working in the entertainment industry, and that I you know absolutely loved everything that they had done for me. But I wanted to to pursue my dreams, and so. I started obviously because uh, I had no agent at this time. This is this is before my agent, uh, before I signed with an agency, and um, and so what I did is I met a girl who is still one of my best friends, and she was a publicist uh, for a major restaurant group in Los Angeles, and what her job was was to make sure celebrities ate at her restaurant. <laughs> And I met her and we had came up with this idea of if she could refer celebrity to me, I would refer my client to her restaurant. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I love that. Right. So what she would do is she would give the celebrity uh, kind of like a package with me to get their hair done for like, you know, like a, a fraction of the cost. And, and if it was, of course, a big enough celebrity, I would do it for free. But we would do trade of where she would send me a celebrity and I would send her my client to go eat at her restaurant. So we were both getting something out of it. And we were, you know, we were we were doing what people do in L.A. We hustled. And, and I met a lot of celebrity clientele through her. And one of them is actually still my best friend. I was best man at her wedding, um, Ashley Green from the Twilight Saga. Yes. And uh, and she became my best friend. And she was, I would I would say she was my my first big uh, repeat uh, uh, celebrity client. Um, she was the one that kind of got me into the game. And then after that, it, it, it started snowballing. It started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, uh, and yeah, and so that's how I ended up celebrities but um but then finally agency started reaching out to me because they were like who is this kid who uh doesn't (laughs) have an agent and he's doing all this by himself um so then i started speaking with a few agencies and and i finally signed with an agency uh and uh, they started representing me and then they started pitching me which got me more celebrities so yeah it was it was uh it was fun now it was a lot of hard work don't get me wrong it wasn't easy it sounds like it's easy you can you can kind of sum it up within a two minute conversation, but it you know this has been over 
over uh, 15 years of work. <laughs> yeah. So who is the first person that you worked on um, in the celebrity world that was really like hard for you that you were nervous about? Is there anyone that when you were yeah, like, wait, would... whose hair am I going to do? <laughs> like that yeah, I, The first celebrity that I ever worked with was Emma Stone. And she was the first person that was um, was a repeat customer at the salon. Uh, uh, she would come in and get blowout from me. And um, she was the first person I, I started working you know, with at the salon doing just her blowout. And I, I was nervous. I was, of course, nervous when I first met her because she was, you know, Emma Emma Stone is the A-list celebrity. It's like right. she's, she, I mean, she's still, you know, an Academy Award winner. Yeah. So um, it, she was the, the first major celebrity that was kind of my my nerves were a little on edge um but she was so sweet absolutely sweet and you know mo- most people are most people in, in the celebrity world are really really sweet and they they try to to make you feel uh relaxed around them um but uh yeah she she uh, trust me she was the first one that i got sweaty sweaty palm <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, you obviously got through it. So what's next for you? What are you, what do you have in the works? Who are you looking oh. up to? Who are you following right now? Like what's next? Oh my goodness. You know, I, I follow so many people, uh, you know, in the beauty world, I, you know, half of them are my friends, uh, you know, people that I work with. Uh, I, I, you know, I love, love, uh, being able to be creative with a bunch of other amazing creative people. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, right now, you know, I'm, uh, I'm working a lot with Billie Eilish. Um, she is a, a music sensation. She is a prodigy. I want to say <laughs> she's just so talented, this girl. And I started working with her when she was 15 years old and she's 17. Wow. And she's now the number one, uh, you know, music artist in the world. And, uh, and I have a cover of Rolling Stone. My first cover of Rolling Stone magazine comes out in August. Oh my gosh! Congratulations! I didn't even. Yeah, I haven't seen this yet. That's awesome. Yeah. So it will be out in August. Really oh my gosh! That's so incredible. Oh, I'm so excited. And then, uh, and then next uh, next week we're shooting the cover of Elle magazine too. So oh my gosh, we're we're doing some fun things. I'm excited about it. Some fun things in the work and uh yeah and and who knows there may be there may be uh, a little uh show in the future as well you may be seeing me on a show soon awesome <laughs> well, we will watch for that that's so 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 exciting so i'll just end with one more question it's a question that we always ask at the end of every podcast but what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone that's thinking about going to beauty school or is in beauty school currently Okay, so one piece of advice that I would give someone that is thinking about going to beauty school or is in school, right? Yes. Okay. Um, you know, the advice I would give to someone thinking about attending school is, to, to be honest, if it's any school, beauty school, any school, is it something that you're, you're passionate about? Is it something that you are going to absolutely love? Hair is something that is so fun to do it is so fun to do you can meet so many people um it's never a boring day it's never uh never repetitive it's always fun and exciting it's something that i i not even express how happy i am that i dropped out of business school 
to go to cosmetology school. And that it has took me on a ride of a lifetime. So if you're thinking about going to school, then just know you're, you're looking at what is possibly one of the most exciting careers that you'll ever have. And if you're in beauty school and you have doubt, just stick with it. It is so worth it. It is so worth it. And the experience that you're going to get and the experiences that you're going to create are going to be magnificent. I love that. That's definitely exactly what we're looking for. So um, I want to ask you to where we can follow you because I know you've got some fun things coming up. So where can we follow you to make sure that we know what's going on in your world? Yeah, I I love it. I love, you know, of course, interacting with people. I mostly do everything on social media. You know how it is today, everything <laughs> social media. Um, but my social media, uh, which is Instagram, I basically am Instagram all the time. Um, is at Joseph Faith. Um, and yeah, you'll see some fun things pop up. And we'll make sure you, we tag that um, in the post as well when this podcast comes out so that everyone that's listening will be able to follow you. So um, thank you everyone so much for listening today. Thank you to our sponsor, Tennessee School of Beauty. You can visit them at tennesseeschoolofbeauty.com. Follow them at TN School of Beauty on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to follow me at Beauty School Bobby and visit our website, beautyschoolbobby.com, where you can listen to all of our episodes. And then also find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, um, and make sure you are rating, reviewing, and sharing. So thanks guys. Until next time. Bye.